I'm life and business coach, Samantha Sifring, and this is the Online Business Building Mamas podcast, where you learn how to build a wildly successful business from home while raising kids. It is episode 25 already, and I am so excited to be chatting with you this Thanksgiving week if you're in the United States. Today I am recording this podcast before family is expected to come into town. They are going to arrive any minute and I decided to just try to squeeze in this recording before they arrive. So I may have to pause mid-recording and come back once they get settled in. Um, But I'm really excited to talk to you about this episode because it's actually relevant to me trying to squeeze this in at the last minute. So today we're going to be talking about shiny object syndrome and our priorities and time management, whether it is in your business or in your personal life, in your home, in whatever you are pursuing, um, in your goals. This is going to be super relevant to you, so I'm really excited to bring this to you. Some of the lessons that I've learned the hard way, some of the lessons I'm still learning the hard way, I think it's going to be a really valuable episode for you. Before we dive in, I did want to remind you about my free event that's happening December 3rd through 7th. And that is Design 2019. Are you ready for 2019 to be different than 2018 was? Are you sick of making plans and getting distracted a couple weeks into the year? This year can be different, and I want to offer you a way that it can be different. Design 2019 is a pop-up Facebook group where you'll receive live workshop trainings every single day for the week, plus worksheets to support your learning. The purpose of this training is to equip you for your best year ever in 2019. You'll examine why you have failed in the past. You're going to set crazy ambitious goals and you're going to craft the plan to reach them, build your confidence, and more. I am so excited to be putting this training on. It was a crazy little idea I had that I got a little criticism from by somebody who told me that it was too much value to be offering for free. So I think you should probably sign up if you haven't already. You can do that at tbhcoach.com design. All right, let's get into today's topic of the shiny object syndrome. There's a couple different pieces to this I'm going to talk about today. The first is priorities. The second is time management. And the third is managing your mind. First, we're going to talk about priorities. And I recently described myself to a friend as a squirrel just trying to collect as many nuts as possible both inside my business and out. I kind of had this little like side gig thing going that I was making a little money from on top of my business and I actually felt a little embarrassed to tell her about it 
And for me, that was a sign that probably wasn't where I should be spending my time and attention. But when I told her about it, I told her about this squirrel and nut thing. Like I just feel like when I see these opportunities, I just want to collect, collect, collect. And what can happen is that I then am going to be spending time that I should be spending on my number one priority, which is building my business. I'm spending some of that time on other things. So how this played out and why this podcast topic came to you this week is that I was chasing one of these nuts, doing the work about the nuts, and did that this weekend instead of sitting down and planning and recording this podcast. And then the week started. I've got family coming into town. I have client sessions last minute before Thanksgiving and really not a ton of time to be doing a bunch of other things like recording my podcast. But I am committed to giving you a podcast episode that is brand new every single Wednesday. So I knew that I had to make time for this. And as I was chatting to her, she was like, I think you know your podcast episode. So shout out to her for helping me refocus. Sometimes you need a friend to do that. So I want you to know from one squirrel to another, it's not always easy to focus on just one nut, but we can do it. If I can do it some of the time, I know that you can do it as well. So one of the ways that I like to do this is to set measurable goals. And for me, a measurable goal has a number attached to it. And what's really fantastic, if you are working towards a goal in your business, you can set a financial goal, like an income that you want to make over the course of a year or over the course of a month. If you're working on a weight loss goal, you can have a number of pounds you'd like to lose or a body fat percentage or ratio that you're working towards. And having this solid number is fantastic for a lot of reasons, but the first is that it makes it so easy to evaluate your results. I know that there is a movement out there to set goals based on how you want to feel, but I come from the philosophy that we can feel however we want to feel right now, and we don't need to create some kind of result in our life to get that. We can choose to feel abundant. We can choose to feel freedom. We can choose to feel happy. We can choose any of those feelings right now. And it's actually going to be those feelings that will propel us to create results in our life. So I absolutely encourage you, set hard number goals so you can evaluate those results as time goes by. I think a lot of the people out there who are resistant to set number goals are resistant because they are afraid of how they're going to feel if they don't achieve that goal. So I encourage you when you're setting your goals, if it's not a hard number goal, make sure you really love your reason for that. Make sure it's not a fear-based decision. Okay. The next trick under the umbrella of priorities is to actually identify what your priorities are. If you have never made a list 
of your priorities before, I highly encourage you to do that. And then highly encourage you to define what that is going to look like. So um, I know for a lot of us, our family comes first, but if we literally had our family coming first all the time, we would never build our business. So for me, that looks like having childcare so that I can actually have time to work. That looks like sometimes telling family, hey, I have some work to do. We will reconnect after or, you know, whatever. But I think that you really need to identify what your priorities are so you know what you're working towards and you know what you're working with. I really encourage you to have one main goal um, that you're working towards at a time. Multiple goals are always going to compete and it can really dilute the results that you're getting with all of them. I know at the beginning of 2018, I really resisted this because I had some weight that I wanted to lose, but I also had a very ambitious goal in my business. And my coach told me that I had to pick one or the other to focus on. And for the first half of the year or so, I tried to focus on both and I really didn't make much progress with both. My business did grow, but it didn't grow as fast. And I did lose weight, but I didn't get as fit as I wanted to. So for the second half of the year, I decided to set the fitness goal aside, focus all the way on my business, and then just kind of do my best with eating. And it's been kind of up and down, but the business has exploded. So I really encourage you to figure out one goal that you're going to be working towards. One more thought about priorities, and this is a book recommendation. So there's this book called The One Thing. It's by Gary Keller, and I assigned this earlier this year for my mastermind group, and they all loved it. So I highly recommend that you look at this book, you check it out, you read it, and you really apply it to your life. But in the book, he has this idea, again, of focusing on one thing, and he has this question called the focusing question that helps you to really focus in on what you should be working on in an individual moment, and it is, what is the one thing I can do such that by doing it, everything else becomes easier or unnecessary? I'm going to read it again. What is the one thing I can do such that by doing it, everything else becomes easier or unnecessary? So for me, asking this question, it helped me to narrow my goal to be really focused on my income because I know once I build up my business, I will be able to really streamline, automate, create more time for myself to be able to spend on my health and getting my fitness in place. Not that I'm just letting myself go in the process or not that I'm ignoring my family in the process, but that my main thing that I'm really focused on growing, that I'm really putting my intention into is growing my business because I know when I do that, everything else becomes easier or unnecessary. So that's how I have used that right now. I also think it's an important thing if you have some working time that you sit down, you're not really sure what to do, you can ask yourself that question. What's the one thing I can do 
that's going to make everything else easier or unnecessary once it's done. So I think that can really help you to focus in on what you're doing with your time. If you are building a business and it's brand new, I think that the one thing should absolutely be talking to people and making offers and kind of leaving some of those more advanced marketing techniques to the side. I think if you are thinking about your health and you are wanting to get more fit or workout, I feel like the one thing that you can really focus on is what you're putting into your mouth or maybe um, how you're moving your body. You know, you can pick one or those one of those two things to really pay attention to and put your intention behind. So remember, with priorities, multiple goals are always going to compete and dilute the results that you're able to get. Next, let's shift into talking about time management. The first thing is that you need to take those priorities that you identified in the last step and you need to kind of develop them a little more. What are the actual action steps that you need to take? And I know that we've talked about this before when we've talked about getting things done and really accomplishing your goals, that you break it down into the action steps and you identify the potential obstacles and the solutions that you have and the strategies you have to deal with each of those obstacles and then put time limits on everything and put it in your calendar. So this is the same thing. When we're talking about shiny object syndrome, you want to go into this before it even comes up with a solid plan. And then when you go to execute your plan, this is when the shiny objects may still come up. You will probably already have a strategy of how you want to deal with them. But I have a couple additional thoughts. The first is to remember that your follow through on your schedule and what you have promised to yourself determines how you feel about yourself. So this determines your confidence in yourself. This determines your trust in yourself. And this actually even determines how much you like yourself and, and how positively you are feeling about yourself. So it is so important that when you make a commitment to yourself, you follow through. And commitments to ourselves are typically the ones that most people do not follow through on. And it is why we have this epidemic of so many of us who feel like total shit about ourselves all the time. Because we are not following through. We are not seeing ourselves as equal to another commitment that we make. We don't see ourselves scheduling in, I will be at the gym at 6 a.m. as the same as I will be at a doctor's appointment at 12 p.m. The commitments that you make to yourself should be just as important as the commitments that you're making to other people. They truly are just as important. One more little tip that I want to give you about time management is that you don't need any more productivity tips. You don't need any fancy planner. You don't need anything more than what you have right now to be as productive as you want to be or as focused as you want to be. So stop spending money on fancy systems and planners if you're not using them. 
I used to love fancy planners and I this year decided to switch to iCalendar and will often print off my iCalendar and write on it with pencil throughout the week as I'm scheduling out my tasks in between appointments. You do not need a fancy system to be productive. All right, that is all that I have to say about time management because it's truly simple. You really just have to schedule it in and show up for yourself And we want it to be so much more. We want there to be so many other things that we need to do that are outside of our control or that we can't figure out. And it's simply not true. Now we're going to shift into managing your mind because how you think about your goals and yourself matters deeply. Are you committed to them? Are you committed to your goals? Are you committed to figuring out how to accomplish your goals no matter what? And how are you thinking about yourself? What identities are you holding on to and are they serving you? I have a client who is in the middle of a move and she's also in the middle of writing a novel. She's a novelist and every time she moves, She feels like she gets totally thrown off from her writing. And she has this story about how she can't write when she's not feeling stable and secure. So when she's in the middle of a move, she totally sets aside her writing career, doesn't make any progress towards her goals or anything because of the story that she has to be secure. Meanwhile, We know that there's a lot of authors who are writing from the road, writing from their travels, and it's totally possible. So it's not an objective fact that an author couldn't write a book while they were traveling or or while they were moving or while they were getting ready to move. It's an identity that she is holding on to that's keeping her stuck and keeping her from making progress in her life. And I feel like we can make that same, same move over to me with the squirrel, with the nuts analogy. I'm holding on to this identity of needing to have all of these many different streams of income going all at the same time. And yes, multiple streams of income are great, but when they're pursued totally unchecked, they can really sabotage the main thing that you're working on. So I have my identity, she has her identity that she's holding on to, and the point really of doing this work, of being coached, of investigating your thoughts, is to identify those things. Okay, what am I holding on to? What am I telling myself about myself that is keeping me from my goals? So I encourage you to really brainstorm a bit on what are you telling yourself And you may want to do a journal entry about your goal and write out what do I think about myself as it relates to this goal and see what comes up for you. And you may find some of those limiting thoughts, some of those identities that are holding you back, and they may not actually be something that's true. So I encourage you to do that exercise and then really question what comes up for you while you're doing it. What else you need to know is that overwhelm is a thought. 
stuck is a thought and discouraged and frustration are feelings that come from thoughts. These may seem like factual observations, kind of like the limiting identities. These thoughts and feelings may seem like they're just the facts. This is just true. I'm just overwhelmed. I'm just stuck. I'm just discouraged. I'm just confused. I'm just frustrated. And all of these thoughts that seem like facts will actually keep us stuck right where we are and not making progress to our goals. They're so sabotaging because they're the kinds of thoughts and feelings that we think are going to propel us forward or we think are going to come to an answer or we think are just facts, but they are actually optional thoughts that are completely holding us back. So another really powerful exercise when you're managing your mind is to intentionally separate facts from thoughts and really identify what in this situation is the facts, what are the thoughts. So what you would want to do is do kind of like a brain dump, thought download, that kind of journal entry where you just get everything out onto the paper and then go back through and circle the facts. And for each whole sheet of paper that you fill, there's probably no more than five facts actually on there. So I really encourage you when you're in that moment of shiny object syndrome and you, you sit down, you do the thought download and it's tons of different things like these are my goals, but these are these other things and I might need to do this and I'm so overwhelmed. Go back through and circle the, those facts and from what I just said, the only fact there is actually what the goals were. So this will be really enlightening for you. Okay, I have one final question and then I will let you go and enjoy your family and enjoy your Thanksgiving plans or whatever you have else going on this week. The final question is, are you serious? So if you're struggling with shiny object syndrome, if you're struggling with time management or priorities as you work towards your goal, I want you to really honestly ask yourself, am I serious about this? If you're building a business, are you serious about building a business? Are you ready to step into the role of business owner and tell yourself, I am a business owner, not I have this little thing going or this is my side gig or whatever. Are you serious about your business? If you're trying to lose weight, are you serious about losing weight? Because it's not going to happen by accident. If you've set a goal to lose weight, it's going to take doing the work. And if you're resisting doing the work, you need to have an honest conversation. Are you serious about this? And really, really take responsibility for the results that you're creating in your life that you don't like. And take responsibility for the fact that you have ability to change them. You can take steps to manage your mind, to create the right feelings that are going to propel you into the right actions, to create the results that you want. 
You have control of that and you can do that if you are serious. All right, friends, I hope this was really motivational and inspiring to you. I hope it's given you some incredible food for thought this week. It certainly has challenged me to set aside my squirrely tendencies and put some nuts down and focus on the one thing. So I hope again that you'll check out that book, that you'll ask yourself if you're serious and that you will take steps forward to create a life that you truly, truly love. If you like this podcast, I want to invite you to coach with me over in my program, Mama to CEO. There's you and there's the consistent income you want to make in your business. And I help you remove everything standing in between. It's lifetime access for mastering your marketing, sales, time, and everything else you need to have the business and life you really want. Whether it's making your first thousand or a hundred thousand, I can help you do it. To join, go to mamatoceo.com. M-A-M-A-T-O-C-E-O.com. 